Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome um, to May, May the 4th be with you, because it is May 4th, 2022. And my nephew is a huge Star Wars fan, so today I was a wise guy and sent him a message. So I hope everybody who is a Star Wars fan has sent that message out to anybody you know that is a Star Wars fan. So anyway, tonight we are talking about uh, recipes with five or less ingredients and I've gotten some really interesting things so thank you so much for sending them to me I appreciate that and Miss Katie is our host for this evening thank you Katie and Cindy is our streamer thank you Cindy so much and welcome to anyone listening on ACB media So, Katie, would you tell everybody how they can share their wonderful recipes and if they don't have one, how they can say hi? I will. To raise or lower your hand on the computer, it is Alt-Y. On the Mac, it's Optioned-Y. On the app, it's in the lower right-hand corner, and you will select Raise Hand. On your landline phone, the one with the buttons, you'll press Star 9. Uh, To mute or unmute, on the computer, it's going to be Alt-A. On the Mac, it's going to be Command-Shift-A. On your app, it's going to be in the lower left-hand corner. And on your phone with the keypad, it's going to be Star-6. All right. Thank you, ma'am. So, tonight, I want to hear some good recipes, guys. I love simple and I'm sure everybody listening likes simple. So if you want the recipe documents, I've lost track. I think tonight is our 54th or 55th call. I can't remember. Um, but anyway, if you want any of the documents that we have, you can send an email to community at acb.org and ask Cindy to refer your name to me and then I'll be happy to send you the documents that you would like to have. So, Katie, who do we have? We have lots of hands up this evening, Sheila. All right. We have Carolyn. Please go ahead and unmute and tell us your recipe. Hi, Carolyn. Hi. Hi. My name is Carolyn, and I live in Falls Church, Virginia. And the recipe I'm giving this evening is a three-ingredient recipe for scones. It was actually from an English blogger so it's called lemonade sprite scones and the reason that it's called that is that um the sprite is called lemonade in england and self-rising flour in england is called self-raising flour and i put that (laughs) note at the top of the recipe so that when anybody sees it they go where is this nut from well i I changed it i fixed it so (laughs) That's okay. I don't care. I, I just want to make sure you understood. Before I did. I Thank you for that clarification. Because when I said I saw self-raising, I was like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I, that's why I put that at the top for Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So the recipe is three cups of self-rising flour, <laughs> <laughs> one cup of cream. And I have used, um, I've used the cream that you would make for um, whipping cream. I've used half and half. And I've also used um, evaporated milk when I didn't have either one. Oh, so okay. that all works. And one cup of Sprite. And when I didn't have Sprite, I've used seven up. So, <laughs> um, so you preheat your oven to 375 degrees. That's 190 Celsius, which is what they say. And you combine all of your ingredients in a bowl till just combined. The mixture will be sticky, and it is. Put dough on a floured surface, dust hands and top of dough with flour, and gently shape dough into a round disc. Um, and with a floured cutter, you cut out the scones and put them on a lined baking sheet. And I use parchment paper. Reshape the rest of the dough and cut out more scones. Now, I have a scone pan that somebody gave me for Christmas several years ago from King Arthur Baking. And they're little triangles, but you can actually do that too. Just put them in the in the pan. What I also did do, do that the recipe does not say, I take some butter, like a quarter of a stick of butter, maybe half if I'm feeling that I really want a lot of butter, and um, melt it and put it on the baking sheet before I put the scone, then I'll put the dough on top. And it makes them very buttery. So this woman said it made 12... I think mine made 11 or 12. You could also shape the dough into a square and you can cut them out. So it bake, you bake it for 15 to 20 minutes or until brown. You can just touch it and tell when it's brown. And these are very good. Believe it or not, the Sprite makes them tender. The cream makes them rich and the self-rising flour makes it easier. You don't have to add all this other stuff. So it's a very easy, really good recipe. Yum. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for sending it to me. Yeah, when I when I read it, I was laughing. I was like, well, thank goodness you put the <laughs> explanation in there because I would not have known what it was saying. So thank you so much. All right. Who's next, Katie? Peggy, please unmute. I'm, hello, Miss Peggy. Hi, I'm Peggy from Florida. And um, my recipe is uh, for salsa chicken. And um, uh, what I like about this recipe is it's, well, number one, it's very easy. <laughs> number two, <laughs> it's very easy to make for either one or two or whatever. It actually uh, is for four people, but I've, I've definitely made it for either one or two. Um, <clears throat> so it calls for four uh, breast halves, chicken breast half, boneless, skinless chicken breast halves, or it says you can use the chicken tenderloins, which I usually do use those. Um, then you take um, taco seasoning, and it says four teaspoons, but I don't know whether that's a whole package or not. But I also, when I didn't have taco seasoning, just used like some chili powder, garlic powder, and, and cumin or something like that and kind of mixed it up and use that. But you put that on um, both sides of the chicken, and then you put them in a, obviously, if you're doing four, you do it in a, a, a 13 by nine, but when I've done it, Sometimes for one, I just put it in a small casserole. And then um, you top it with a cup of salsa. And they say, you know, if you want mild or if you want to go hot, go hot. You know, so whatever your taste is. 
and then it calls for one cup of cheese. And what you do is you um, put the taco seasoning or whatever on the chicken and you put that in the pan and then you spoon the salsa over it. So if you're only doing one breast, it would be like a quarter of a cup of salsa. And then you um, bake that for uh, at 375 for 25 to 30 minutes, uh, probably depending on how thick the chicken breast is. Um, when you use the tenderloins, you know, probably 25 is plenty. And then they say um, sprinkle some cheese on it, on the, on the thing, and then put it back in for another five to 10 minutes. And it's good. And they say, if you want, serve it with uh, sour cream. And actually the recipe is a Weight Watcher recipe. So it gives kind of the Weight Watcher stuff in there too. Suggest using a light sour cream and, and you know, fat-free cheese or light cheese or whatever, mm-hmm. but I've done it mm-hmm. with about anything I have. So it's good. <laughs> and and it's, the chicken I, stays really nice and moist, which is oh, what I'll I bet. Like. Yeah, I'll bet. I, I just, I love Mexican. So any, any Mexican works for me. So Right. Thank you. Thank sure. you. Thank you. If I ever come to Sebring, you're going to have to fix me some. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Thanks, Peggy. Sure. Bye-bye. All right. Who's next, Katie? Mary Grace, you're next. Please unmute. Hi, Mary Grace. Okay. Hi, Sheila. Hello, everybody. I'm Mary Grace, and I live in Waynesville, North Carolina, in the mountains of Western North Carolina. And, uh, this I haven't done this, but this recipe, but it certainly is easy. <laughs> it's called <laughs> yummy slow cooker chicken. And uh, you get three pounds of uncooked chicken pieces, uh, one onion cut up, um, a seven ounce can of mushroom pieces drained. I think I just use fresh mushrooms, but anyway, and 10 and three ounce can of condensed cream of soup, whatever kind you want, and your choice of whatever herbs you want. So uh, (laughs) what you do is um, you, uh, oh, and you use the the best uh, crock pot size is a four cup. I mean, four, four uh, is a four quart uh, crock pot. So. Anyway, you place the chicken in the slow cooker. Um, you uh, then mix all the uh, remaining ingredients, except for the, the, the you know, all the, the, the re- remaining ingredients. You then, after you mix them, you pour over the chicken. And then uh, you cook on low for eight hours or until the chicken is tender. And then just 15 minutes before you want to serve it, you uh, throw in whatever herbs you want. And that's it. Serve over cooked rice, potatoes, or noodles. And I think that's about as easy as you can get Uh, (laughs) with with your choices of whatever you want. (laughs) Right, right. Um, Did you send that to me? Because I haven't gotten it. I I did well. I did. It was probably about five o'clock when I sent it. So. Okay. Well, then I haven't. It, you probably I haven't, just haven't checked it since. Uh, I, yeah. I haven't. No, I I've been a little busy. So okay. Well, I did too. I have been too. That's so why I send it. Send it, it to me again, just in case, because somebody okay. called me today and asked me if I got an email, and I told them no. So okay. 
I'll thank you, again. dear. And thanks for being here. You're welcome. I enjoy All it. All right, Katie. Allison, you're next. Please unmute. Hello, Sheila Just and everybody. Just the person I wanted to talk to. <laughs> Oh, oh no, I hope I'm not in trouble. No, I, I saw your recipe and I said, okay, this sounds amazing. I'm going to have to make it, but I had two questions. So please give us your recipe because boy, does it sound good. Okay. And I'm not sure I can answer, but I will try to answer you your will. questions. Um, you will. I, honestly, I've not made this recipe yet, but it was given to me by a friend just earlier this week. Hadn't had a chance to make it, but it sounded like it was going to mm. be good. But anyway, so I'm Allison. I'm from Jackson, Mississippi. And the recipe I'm going to share with you now is a crock pot peach cobbler. So the ingredients are two cans of sliced peaches. And you drain the juice from one can. One box of white cake mix. One half cup butter, which is also one stick of butter. <laughs> brown sugar and cinnamon for topping. Okay, so first you pour both cans of the peaches into the crock pot and remember to drain one of those. Uh, so the juice from only one can will go in there. Then pour white cake mix over the peaches and then you add your butter. And uh, last you sprinkle desired amounts of cinnamon and sugar on the top of the cobbler. Then you cook on high for two to three hours. And after two hours of cooking, you'll want to check to see if it's done. Uh, and you do this by sticking a toothpick into the cobbler. And when it comes out clean, it will be done. So. And do you melt the butter or do you just kind of cut it and put it on top? Uh, did it say? You know, she didn't say, and okay. I, I'm thinking I would just cut it in little pieces. Yeah, and, I would and too. Put it all mm -hmm. over the top. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so. It just sounded so good. <laughs> it does. I can't wait to try it. <laughs> all right. Sounds yeah. awesome to me. Well, thank you, dear. Thanks for being here, and thank you for sending oh. it to me. Oh, you're quite welcome. Thank all you. All right. Who's next, Katie? Patty, you're next. Hi, Patty. How are you? Hi. I'm doing well. I'm awesome. Patty from Wisconsin. And um, I have a recipe. Um, it's a punch recipe. And I chose it because graduations are coming up or summer picnics. And so I thought this would be a really easy recipe. And it comes from a book called No Measure Cookbook that the Pennsylvania Council put out oh, about 10 years ago. And it's the wow. handiest book I ever bought. Wow. So it's called Fruity Punch. And you use one 46-ounce can of the red Hawaiian punch and one six-ounce container of lemonade concentrate and one liter of ginger ale. And all you do is mix your, your punch and your lemonade together. And when you're ready to serve it, add your ginger ale and enjoy the cool taste of punch. Mm. And... What I'm curious about is, okay, you, you mix the punch and the frozen lemonade. Yep. And then, but what keeps it cold? Would you refrigerate you, your ginger ale Yeah, you ale refrigerate first? it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I okay. refrigerate it. Yeah. yeah. I like to have cold punch. And I also would refrigerate the ginger ale. So when you add that, it's not going to warm up your, right. your punch. Right. So, it, yeah. that sounds it doesn't really, say that, but that makes it, Good thing you said that, because that makes yeah. sense. It, it sounds really good, though. So... Thank you, dear. And your meatballs sounded really good, too. So 
Well, this hang, time I'll come back. <laughs> hang tight. We we might have time. So okay. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you, Patty. Dolly, go ahead, please. Hi, Dolly. How are you? Oh, good. Thank you. I enjoy this. Um, what I have is a recipe from Paula Dean, and I've done it before over and over again every every year every summer I do it mainly and I do it sometimes in the winter but it's um it's it's a cobbler and you use one cup self-rising flour three-fourths cup sugar and three-fourths cup milk and you mix those three ingredients together and then in a nine by thirteen pan you melt a stick of butter and once that's melted, you pour the batter onto the butter. Do not stir. Then you open a can of apple or cheese or cherry or peach or blueberry, whatever can of uh, pie filling you want. And you take a spoon and you just dab it all over the top of that batter. Do not stir. You put it in the oven. For 375 um, for 35 minutes, and um, sometimes I do 40. It depends on how it looks. And then um, when it comes out, you just sprinkle with cinnamon and sugar. Yum! It's real. Simple. I love cobblers. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's oh, and, that's... and you use any kind of filling, so that's what's fun. Well, yeah, you can use whatever you're in the mood for. So. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Well, thank you, dear. And will you email that to me, please? I certainly will. Thank yeah. you. Thanks for being here, Dolly. Uh, you're welcome. Thank you for having me. Uh-huh. Next, we have area code 301 ending in 131. Is that Miss Jane? <clears throat> it. Yep, it's me. I had a telephone handy. I didn't have my phone <laughs> handy. Sorry. That's me. How yeah. are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. Um, let's see. This sounds sort of weird, but it's really good. Um, it did I called sound it weird. newsreel chicken. <laughs> yeah, it, it does, but just try it once and see. I called I it might. newsreel chicken because somebody on the newsreel about 40 years ago <clears throat> gave it. So, what you do, um, you put your chicken pieces in a, I use boneless, skinless chicken thighs, but you put your chicken in a, in a flat um, baking dish. <clears throat> and then you combine together a can of um, uh, cranberry sauce and a bottle of Russian dressing and a package of Lipton onion soup mix. And you mix all that together and you pour it over your chicken and you bake. Oh, Jane, I'm sorry. Un unmute. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm no so problem. Sorry. It no, said I'm, you I'm, are I'm, muted. Oh, no. That, okay. That was, well, now that, I'm was my, yeah. that was my fault. No problem. <laughs> no problem. Um, so that's all it is. And it sounds different. <clears throat> it sounds like yeah, something I've yeah. never heard of. And that of. sauce, it makes a lot of sauce. And you could put it over your, if you have dressing with it or something, you could uh -huh. put that over the dressing too. Uh -huh. um, it just sounds Or you really could do it in a crock pot and put potatoes in with it. And then you'd have your, you know, your starch and your, and your um, chicken, you know, do it in the crock pot. I think I would put it over noodles instead of potatoes. I think you know, that would be, I think that would be good too. I might yeah, do that. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah. It, it just it, so when I when I read it, I said, "Wow, 
<laughs> That's sort of Very weird. Very different. No, Very it's different. really good, though. It I, really is. I, I like it. So, mm-hmm. Thank you yeah. so much. Thanks for okay. being here. Yep, thank you. All right. Hey, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, could I, could I get, I, I had a couple of cutouts there. Could I get that? It was, was it cranberry sauce, thousand Island dressing and French onion? What? Oh, what was it's that? Um, cranberry sauce. A can of, like a 15 ounce can of cranberry sauce, a bottle of Russian dressing and a package, you know, the one, you know, that come two packages in a box of the Lipton onion soup mix. That is the yeah, most the bizarre powder, thing ever. I know it's yeah. very bizarre, but it's really good. It really is good. I'm intrigued. I have. I have to try it now. I have to. I just have to. <laughs> it it does it does sound like a, a strange combination, but I'll what bet a, when they all combined, they're probably yeah, they delicious. Do. Okay, thank it you. Is. Thank uh-huh. you. Is. And you can also use didn't have Russian. That you can use. Hang oh, on, sorry, somebody, somebody is breaking up. Oh, All right, I think that might be. Oh, there we go. Well, did you say oh, French wow. dressing? Russian is Russian. what she said. said. You can use French but what else? What else can you use besides Russian? Somebody said you can use the French or Russian, either French. one. Or Thousand Island, couldn't you? Thousand Island is like Russian, isn't it? Yeah, it's like it's like Russian. I don't see why you can't you just use that. That's a ama- okay. You know what? I that's <laughs> tomorrow's menu for sure. It's um, oh, yay. <laughs> Yeah. Did somebody say that they crock potted that? Would that be like you a could? Crock-pot? I've never done it in a crock pot, but you could. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you I don't put, see why not. You know, yeah. Yeah. You could. You could. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I'm gonna trick my family. Okay, great. Thank you. <laughs> well, you're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Jane. Thanks for being here. Jeanette is next. Jeanette, go ahead, please. Hi, Jeanette. Hi. What you got for us? So I just thought of this one, and it's it's I've done this before, and it it is pretty good. You put like um some mayonnaise in it, like a freezer bag uh-huh. and you and you're going to put um chicken legs in it too and you squish it all together and, and you and you <clears throat> and you stick it in the refrigerator overnight and then you come back to this chicken with mayonnaise in the refrigerator and you have some some crushed up ritz crackers and then you roll these these chicken legs in in the ritz crackers and then you put them on the, like the the baking dish in 400 for about 15 minutes and or 20 15 20 minutes and there you go it's pretty good and it only take 15 to 20 minutes um well i can't remember how long it takes <laughs> well when you find out the time send me the recipe please because <laughs> i'm thinking 15 minutes is not going to cook a chicken leg okay that's just i'm just thinking i'm just saying i'm just <laughs> i'm just thinking i'm thinking that's not going to work so okay yeah find the time for me it, okay. it should be okay. at least a 30 minute time frame if not 45 so it is pretty good that was my point it is it, pretty good though it, it does sound good so Thank you, Danette. Thanks for being here. I've done it in my air fryer, too, and that's pretty good, too. Okay. Well, I don't have an air fryer, so. All right. Who's next, Katie? 
Pam, go ahead, please. Hi, Pam. How are you tonight? Unmute, Pam. Pam, you're muted. She's the only person with a hand up right now. Okay. Well, let me see. I think I have somebody sent me a few recipes. Um, I have another one. I have. Hang um, on, because a couple of okay. a couple of our regulars sent me a recipe. So thank you, dear. Um, we got a recipe from one of our regulars that's called one bowl brownies. And for some reason, my document's not wanting to open up. All right, here we go. All right, so so um, two sticks of margarine, four squares of baking chocolate, one cup of sugar, one cup of flour, and three eggs. And you melt the chocolate and the butter in a microwave dish until they're, they're smooth and creamed. Preheat the oven to 350 degrees. Keep stirring the chocolate and butter until it's real smooth. Add eggs one at a time. Add the flour and stir well. Bake at 300 for 20, 20 minutes for a 9 by 13 pan and 40 minutes for an 8 inch square pan. Sounds pretty good and pretty simple to me. So, Katie, do we have any other hands? No, ma'am. Okay. Um, somebody else sent me a recipe that I can't remember. It just sounded really good. Um, the crunchy. All right. Crunchy chicken fingers. Four ounces of sour cream, a teaspoon of, of Dijon mustard if you want to use it, salt and pepper, two cups of dry stuffing mix, and two packages of chicken tenders, frozen chicken tenders or breast cut into strips. Preheat the oven to 400 degrees. Spray a large baking sheet with nonstick spray. Put the sour cream and mustard in a shallow bowl and put the stuffing in another bowl and crush it. So you put the chicken and the sour cream and mustard shake off the sour cream and then um, roll it in the uh, in the stuffing coating it and spray the top of the chicken with the cooking spray cook for 20 
minutes or until they're cooked through. So that sounded pretty easy as well. So that came from one of our regulars and it seems like I had another one. Sheila, we have a hand. Awesome. Okay, area code 571 ending in 917. Please unmute. Hello, I'm the uh, another Pam. I'm Pam from Virginia, and Hi, I haven't Pam. done anything tonight. Hi, how are you doing? Awesome. I haven't done anything tonight, but sounds like what you sounds like some of those recipes are really, really excellent. So, thanks. That's it. Well, thank you for being here. Um, I've got all right. Anybody else got their hand raised? No. All right, this is going to be a short call tonight. All right, so I've got a sausage and potato casserole. All right, so this is in the crock pot. Three pounds of red potatoes, which I don't measure my potatoes. Um, two pounds of smoked sausage, onion, softened pack of eight ounces of cream cheese and a can of cream of celery soup and a ranch dressing which you know hey that's six ingredients but it's still easy <laughs> so you spray the crock pot or use a crock pot liner cut the potatoes and put them in the crock pot, cut the sausage, put it in the crock pot, mix the rest of the ingredients together and stir it, put it over top, cook on low for six to eight hours. And it is good because I have actually made this one. So, all right, do we have hands raised? Sure do. Jane, all right. Go ahead, please. Okay, Um. I, I had, the other one that I was thinking about doing. Um, this is the one that I always, I made the, the cake for the ACB auction, and but I'm tired of making it now, so I'm probably never going to make it again. But anyway, it's the <laughs> apple cake. <laughs> I'm tired of it. Anyway, um, you get a like a 15-ounce uh, package of um, uh, spice cake mix and uh, a 15-ounce, like a 21-ounce, package of um, spice cake mix and a 15 ounce can of apple pie filling and three eggs and you mix them all together. Uh, I mixed them in my uh, stand mixer and that works really well. And then you grease a bunt pan and you put that in your bunt pan and bake it for 35 minutes at 350. And it always comes out great. Yum. Since I'm never going to make it for really the auction, good. you might as well make your own from now on. I'm never going to do it again <laughs> for the auction. I've made about six or uh, something yeah, and for like, other I people, think, too. So yeah, like, I'm tired of it. I think I remember those. So. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so, all right. So, that's awesome. it. I'm done. That sounds awesome. <laughs> all right. Thanks, Jane. Patty Slaby, go ahead, please. All right, Miss Patty, give us your other recipe, please. Patty, you're muted. Patty? 
Did you get the got it? Let's go on to the next person. Let's see what she can do. Cindy the streamer. Hello. You got your hand raised. I did. Do what you do have you a recipe? Uh, yeah. That's why uh -huh. I raised my hands. <laughs> Yay. So I have a couple of them, but um, hmm, I'm going to go with... Oh, <laughs> Decisions, decisions. I'm going to go with my pea salad because it. I just made it last week and it was so good. Okay. And I even ordered some more. I, I just got some more peas so I can make it again. So there you All go. All right. All right. So um, I use a 16-ounce bag of frozen peas. And I uh, usually sit them out for a little bit before I make this. But you know what? If you make it and they thaw out, after it's made, that's fine too. Uh, so, sixteen ounce can or sixteen ounce bag of frozen peas, thawed. Uh, about, mm, I do about a probably about a half a cup, maybe more of cubed cheddar cheese. I like using the cheese sticks, and then I just cut them so they're already kind of in small pieces already so that's just my trick uh i use uh i like green onion best but if i've used regular onion as well and about a quarter cup and diced up and then uh i love bacon so i use <laughs> bacon bits and again about a half a cup of bacon bits and then i use mayo so that's, I think that's five. Um, yes, it is. So uh, mayo, and you could sweeten it if you want. Uh, I So that would be an additional, but you don't have to. Uh, so mayo, at least a half a cup, but probably more, uh, so that it's kind of all like meshed together. Mm -hmm. And um, I usually mix the sugar, like a little bit of sugar, in with the mayo in a separate bowl and then put it into the peas and uh, just mix it all together. Let it sit. It's best if it's overnight and then Yum. everything just tastes good together. Oh my goodness. Maybe not the healthiest, but dang it, is it good. So there you go. <laughs> Do you need my email address to send me that recipe? I know I know your email address, <laughs> Marty Pants. <laughs> I'd be happy to send it to you. <laughs> No, I got it. So. You're you know, silly. Another little uh, trick that you can use with that pea salad, because that's one of our favorite things, too. If you really want it sweet, use Miracle Whip. I hate Miracle Whip. I don't like Miracle Whip. I, I can't. I won't yeah. be in my house, Heidi. That is Heidi, yeah. right? Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Bacon grease, baby. Oh. Bacon grease. Okay. Oh, I love bacon, and anything with bacon, extra perfect. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's so good. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Aie, <clears throat> did you have a recipe for us? I see your hand is still up. Oh, well, I mean, I have a couple things I can throw out there, nothing that I sent in, but I did have a question. I think that this was the group um, that somebody 
recently in the last month or so shared something called a, hold on a second. I got to turn off my voiceover. Um, something, somebody in this group, I believe shared a recipe called the John Wayne recipe. It's a casserole. Um, minimal ingredients. It's like there's biscuits. Um, it's ridiculous. Does that sound familiar? If it doesn't, that's okay. I it, just was wondering if it it did it did not occur on this call. Oh, so. I thought it was this recipe swap too. Okay. Um, hmm. Hmm. I don't so. think I can beat that whole cranberry thousand island thing. I'm just I'm just blown away. Still, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the only other thing that I could probably suggest is if you wanted to do some like really quick and easy barbecue meatballs, um, you can throw those in a crock pot, the pre-made meatballs and throw in grape jelly and Dijon mustard and boom, you got some barbecue meatballs. Now, you're the one that sent me the recipes that I have, correct? No. Okay. All right. Because somebody sent me some like frozen s'mores and... Oh, a few other really good and simple recipes. So I've got those to put in the document. So mm, yummy. Well, thank you, Heidi. Thanks thank for being you. here. Mm -hmm. All right. Herbie is next. Go ahead, please, Herbie. Hi, Herbie. Welcome. Hello. Well, thank you. Um, <clears throat> first of all, so if I was going to cook drumsticks, I'd probably do uh, really to be safe at least an hour. Um, Jeanette, Danette, well, we've got a Jeanette and a Danette in the yes, we know. House, so, yeah, um, Danette had recommended like 15 to 20. I, I was like, no, they're not no. gonna be done. <laughs> uh, they are not. So, I would, I mean, I don't know what her recipe calls for exactly, but I'm thinking at least an hour to yeah. be safe. But, uh, and I was inspired to uh, hearing about the mayonnaise chicken made me think of a ranch chicken recipe that I like to make. Okay. And, it's really simple. Um, there's actually two different variants you can do, but I'll give you the one that I think is best first. So you just need the boneless, skinless chicken breast or thighs. I think the thighs are a little bit more tastier. And then you need ranch dressing in one bowl, your breadcrumbs in another bowl, and... 6.38 p.m. It re the, no exact measurements. It really depends on how much chicken you're going to use and you know, how much flavoring you want and stuff, but I recommend, you know, a good Video amount of ranch and... Mute. Currently unmuted. I'll plus a button. Um, I'm, I'm not sure who is unmuted, but please mute. Somebody using a narrator, it sounds like. Um, so I like to... Then what I will do is I'll coat the chicken in the ranch dressing and then... You know, coat it in the, the breadcrumbs, you know, so use the ranch dressing as a sticking agent. Put it in a baking pan, and this I let bake for about 40 minutes. You can flip it if you want, like, halfway in, but I don't think that's completely necessary. And another variant that I've tried I don't like as well. Instead of using ranch, you can use mayonnaise with a ranch mix that comes in the package. Oh, yeah. Uh -huh. But I think the actual ranch dressing is much more tastier. And I find it works best with the plain breadcrumbs, but you can use, you know, the seasoned ones uh -huh. like the garlic uh -huh. or uh, whatever. So right. um, there you go. Well, can you send that to me, please, sir? I can send that to you, yes. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, thank you. And thanks for being here. 
Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for putting on the call. It's great. All right. Next is Linda. Linda Hi, Linda. Ahead. Welcome. Hi, I have another chicken recipe. Okay. And um, I made it for um, our boys when they were growing up, and it was the only dish that they all liked. And so you put um, about four chicken breasts in the crock pot, and you put one can of cream of mushroom soup on top of that, and then you um, cook it on slow for six to eight hours. And then you put a uh, eight ounce container of sour cream on top of that, stir it all in and for about 30 more minutes, let it heat up. And then you can serve that over rice and it is delicious. Yum. Sounds like a stroganoff kind of, that does sound good. So thank you, Linda. And where are you from? I'm from Houston. Well, I don't, have you ever been on this call? I have. Well, thank you so much. And thanks for being here again. Thank you. Love the calls. Thanks. All right, Miss Katie. Next, we have phone number 608 ending in 614. Hi, Sheila. This is Patty. I, back yeah, I started to say, my, that's Patty. My computer, gave me, <laughs> my computer gave me trouble, but I, I do have another one. It's okay. uh, easy meatballs in there. They're really good. I have I've done this. It's from the same book. So okay. um, you need a, a two to three pound bag of the frozen little meatballs and mm -hmm. two cans of cream of mushroom soup, um, one soup can of milk, and one um, the four ounce can of mushrooms. And you use the liquid, keep the liquid with it, and two um, eight ounce packages of cream cheese. Now you combine your, your soup, milk, and mushrooms, and then I cut the cream cheese into little um, chunks so it melts easier in the crock pot, and you put that all into your crock pot, and then you um, add your meatballs and you stir it, and then cover and cook on low for four to five hours. Usually four hours does, does it for me, and you serve it over either rice or noodles, and it's really good. Yum. It does sound good. I read it today and I was like, hmm, I think I got some meatballs in the freezer. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, Patty. And thank you, as always, for being here. Yeah, it's great. Thanks. Uh-huh. Okay, next we have area code 407768. 407, oh, that's Shirley. Hi, Shirley. It does. Hi there. How are you? And I don't know where I'm from, so <laughs> I'm, I'm uh, as you know, part-time in Florida and part-time in Ohio. It's right okay. Right now, obviously, we're in Florida. So um, anyway, just a couple quick things. First of all, I was going to say as far as uh, cooking the chicken, I've seen a number of recipes, If it's particularly if it's boneless chicken, and I'm not sure if that chicken was on bones or not, the chicken legs you guys were talking about. But if it's boneless chicken, a lot of times it can be cooked in about a half hour. Um, so it takes a little longer, I think, when you have it with bones in it. But um, anyway, I had something extremely simple. Um, if you need a, a quick chip dip or, um, you know, dip for vegetables or something like that and don't have any and you just want something at the spur of the moment, if you take a container of sour cream and mix a packet of um, 
that onion um, soup mix in it, the dry onion soup mix that you guys were talking about, mm-hmm. and just stir that all up together. It makes a delicious dip for uh, vegetables and chips. Yep. Awesome. Thank you, ma'am, and thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Who's next? Roberta. Hi, Roberta. Welcome. Hi, Sheila. How are you? Um, I'm great. Thank you. Um, always yummy recipes. Every <laughs> Everybody has such good recipes. Um, <laughs> I was debating what recipe to share, but um, my recipe is for a salsa soup. And um, it's got uh, three ingredients in the soup and one ingredient as a garnish. It uses one quart of tomato juice, one jar of salsa, whatever level you like, mild, medium, or hot, one can of diced tomatoes, and that's it. You just mix it together and heat it. And um, I like to garnish it with shredded cheddar. Mm Mm-hmm. That's it. Oh Very simple and really, really yummy. The cheddar, Yum. the cheese on top really makes it. So it's oh, yeah. And I would throw some sour cream on top as well. So Ooh, <laughs> that sounds great. Yeah. Oh, yum. And I'm All from Michigan. Right. Awesome. Uh, yes, I know. Thank, well, I don't, I know, but not everybody does. So thank you. Will you email sure. that to me? So I sure I will do it right now. Thank you so much, sure. Roberta. Thanks for being here. Next, we have Pam. Go ahead, please, Pam. Hi, Pam. Pam, you're muted. Hi. Um, sorry, I tried to unmute, so I'll just press this. It's okay. Bar. It's okay. Good. It's all right. Yeah. We're good. All right. This is a very uh, basic, kid-friendly chicken recipe um, for chicken casserole, and. You, it calls for three chicken breasts, three to four large bone-in chicken breast, um, and I, of course, always salt and pepper them and put a little pe- uh, butter underneath the skin to keep the chicken breast moist. Um, one cup of brown or white rice, one can cream of celery soup, one can cream of mushroom soup, a package of frozen peas and carrots. And you grease your um, nine by 13 baking pan, and I like to butter it. I love butter. (laughs) You (laughs) You pour in the rice, cream of mushroom, cream of celery, and peas and carrots mixture after having mixed them up in a bowl. You top it with your um, three to four chicken breasts. Cover and bake at 375 for 45 minutes. Take the foil off and brown for 15 minutes and eat. That sounds really good. And it's all in one dish. I love it. I do, Um, too. I love easy. Yep. Well, thank you, Pam. Thanks for being here. I am so glad to be here. I love this. Awesome. Thank you, dear. 
Next, right. we have Heidi. Hi, hi, Heidi. Thank you, Katie. You doing okay? Yeah. Okay. Heidi, unmute. Oh, gosh, sorry. Wouldn't unmute me. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> um, so uh, I, I do have one uh, recipe that is four to five ingredients depending upon how you want to do it it's actually a recipe that i took out of a book years ago and then i messed it up and it turned out <laughs> even better um so my kids used to call it kielbasa stew <clears throat> i apparently didn't do the right things and all you basically do is you if you have a kielbasa or a polish sausage of sorts you chop it up and you fry it in a stock pot or a, a kind of a stew pot and then once that's fried up and browned a little bit on each side with a sliced sausage, you uh, put in a large can of the diced tomatoes, a can of black beans, and a can of corn if you want, that's optional. And then you let that cook and put it on medium heat until it starts bubbling. And then you take an entire package of fresh spinach, throw it on the top, put the lid on it, let it go for about another five, 10 minutes. And then once that is done, you stir it up and you have a stew. And you get oh, to trick wow. children into eating spinach. So there you go. <laughs> I like that. And, Thanks, and of course, Heidi. you know, your seasoning can be based on however you want to. I mean, if you want to put a little taco flavor in there or a little salt and pepper right, or whatever. Right, but I, uh, right. I think that it called for like black eyed peas or something. There was some other stuff in it, but I had what I had and it turned out to be a hit. So. Well, there you go. <laughs> All right. Too. And when you're dealing with kids and, and you found something <laughs> they'll eat, you make it again. So. Right. Exactly. Awesome. Exactly. Thanks, Heidi. Uh-huh. Next, we have Cheryl. Go ahead, please, Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. How are you? Hello, everybody. Katie. I'm good. I have a recipe for shepherd's pie, and what I do is I take um, hamburger ground beef, and I chop up onion, and I fry that up, and then you can use either like the um, Bob Evans mashed potatoes, or, or you can make them yourself. I make them myself, and then you can put vegetables in it, like green beans and corn, but you know, my other half doesn't like the vegetables in it. And then I, I put uh, cheddar cheese on it. I put it in the oven for 350 and cook it for about 40 minutes. And, wow. it, and it's done. It's good. Easy, easy. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks sure. for being here. Oh, I love these recipes. These are great. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> I love it when people send them to me in emails because then I don't have to sit and listen to the recording as much. So, <laughs> But I do go back and listen to the recording in case people don't think I do because I want to make sure that I got everything. So, all right. Any other hands? Yes, ma'am. Diana, go ahead, please. Hi, Diana. How are you tonight? Hi, Sheila. I'm fine. How are you? I am okay. Good. Well, I wasn't even thought I didn't even think I had a recipe to contribute tonight, but I got to thinking and it's so silly and so easy that I hesitated to even share it, but I'm going to go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> when my mom, uh, when I was little, my mom would always make little, I'm going to call them just like little baby cinnamon rolls, like at the spur of the moment that you could have really quick. And so you basically need, and there's not really measurements to most of it. 
You basically just need a can of biscuits, <clears throat> some softened butter, some brown sugar, and some cinnamon. Okay, and then all you would do is we would she would take the little the biscuit out and like just flatten it with her hand on the cabinet, flatten it down to be mm, uh -huh. maybe like a three inch circle or so, I'd say about that. Just flatten right. it where it's not quite so tall. Um, right. And then sprinkle or uh, put the softened butter, put a little softened butter on there. And once you get an assembly line going, you know, it goes pretty fast. Put a little softened <laughs> butter on there. Because <laughs> I'm watching, it's like, wow, she had to whip those out fast. Uh, put a little softened butter on there. <laughs> sprinkle brown sugar on there. Sprinkle some cinnamon on there. And then roll them up like a, like a jelly roll. Like if you're rolling a jelly roll. So you've got this little long little biscuit, a little right. long. Okay. Then what she did with, so the, it leaked out a tiny bit, but actually when it leaked out that tiny bit, that would kind of like caramelize at the bottom of each one. And it was really good. She would just like, you, you kind of like take it in your hand and flip it up. Like it looked like it would look like a, like a Coke can or something like that. Like tall. <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. She just went squash. She just like, you just squash them down. I know. I told you this is like, don't even really want to contribute this. It's or not, not dumb. It's great. <laughs> you know, and then so you'd have all these little squashed, like they were coke. You turn them like the, so the side, you know, to where it looks like coke. And then you squash them down. Put all those in a in a little uh, eight inch round cake pan is what we put them in. Um, uh -huh. And then bake them just regular time that it would call for for the biscuits. I think the regular time, but I'd watch them. Um, that it called right. for on the biscuit like can, three seventy five or something. Yeah. yeah, and they were really good. <laughs> you know that sounds really, really unique. That sounds really cool. <laughs> it so. was. I'm like, because we didn't have much money and things like that, and so and usually know. you know you're gonna have butter and shit, you know, brown sugar and stuff on hand, and that's what mm -hmm. she do. Awesome. I, I still to Thank this day you. I really like them better, I think, than the canned cinnamon rolls. But I I would have to agree with you. So. <laughs> anyway. Awesome. Thanks, <laughs> okay. Diana. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. No hands, Sheila. All right. Well, it is that time. We need to figure out what our next call is gonna be, which will be the nineteenth. No, eighteenth. 18th, May 18th. So, any ideas? Raise your hand. I know we've talked about a lot of different topics, and every time we seem to come up with something different. Peggy, go ahead, please. Well, I was thinking it would be good to have do something for a Memorial Day, either, um, you know, something for like a Memorial Day picnic, either I like salad. Yeah, 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 because over. it'll be it'll be the week before. So yeah, yeah. Uh -huh. that would be good. All I right. know we've done salads and stuff, but I just you know and, yeah, but it's okay. Somebody mentioned like Jello uh, salads and stuff or something, so that would you know any yeah. of those would be great. Yeah, just anything for a Memorial Day pickup picnic. Yep. Yeah, I yep. like it. All right, okay. thanks, Heidi. Peggy. Oh, I think she had the same idea as me because I was thinking memorial and barbecues. Um, have you guys sent a call on? Hold on a second. Uh, have you guys sent a call on like meat marinades or glazes or anything like that? I think that would be really cool to get some good ideas on 
like for barbecuing or grilling or baking or whatever? Um, no, we have not. I don't know that I want to make it specific to marinades because I don't think we'd have that many people attend. Ah, gotcha. So, you know, but we could do Memorial Day ideas, whether it be salads or marinades or grilling, you know, whatever. So I love it. We could we could do that. So thanks, Heidi. Yeah. Right. Anybody else? No hands. All right. Well, that's what we're gonna do, guys. So thank you, Katie, for hosting. Thank you, Cindy, for streaming. Thank you, everybody, for being here.